the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, here on the Max Out Savings Show. We are a live show here in Houston, Texas, and uh, you can call us, and uh, we'll be happy to talk about your questions or comments. Uh, we, Houston, This is Houston's one of the more popular financial radio shows. We built it up on savings and investing uh, in building up wealth. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And the... I, I saw some statistics uh, the other day about the, just the uh, it's just a ridiculous number of people couldn't even come up with four hundred dollars uh, in an emergency. Uh, the Federal Reserve did a study, and I, I want to say it was over sixty percent of the people in. And it, it, the only way most people have the ability to save money is through their income-based savings plan which is typically your 401k, your 403b, your 457, your different types of savings plans. And it's as we go on and spending ramps up in the country and out of control spending, out of control entitlements, it just it's going to become increasingly difficult to really see how all these programs hold together and where the money comes from in the future. If you look out in, in another 10 years, it becomes really problematic. And, and so it's, it's so important to continue to save money, to, 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 to try to take care of yourself, to, to build up wealth, and, and, and to start planning for retirement. And, it, it, and what you want to do is you enter your 50s, you want to start ramping up your savings uh, in, in, to build up. Take a look. Understand if you're behind or not in saving. If you are, then start ramping up the savings. Uh, on the show last week, we actually talked about the the savings period where 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 you really start maxing out your savings is typically been in your fifties. How it's really it, it it's becoming it's been kicked out about five years due to the skyrocketing uh, cost of of college education, and many people are still trying to get their kids through college in that that range. And so we we see people working longer in and uh, and. and and that range is really, I think, about 55 to 65 now, whereas it used to be 50 to uh, 50 to 52, 50, 62, 63. It's really 55 to about 65, 67. So it's been kicked out about five years longer uh, for retirement. And 
And that's simply due to the skyrocketing cost of of college expenses. And, and so understand if you're behind on that, you want to start ramping up your savings. The other thing you want to do is once you get in your 50s, you want to make sure you have a plan in place to get your to get the home paid off by the time you're about 65. Yeah, and so oftentimes people make the mistake they buy a second home in their 50s. And, and, and if you if you do it in that time frame, you really want to consider a 15 or a 20 year at the latest uh, note for re, for retirement uh, 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 to amortize the, the loan. So it's paid off in, in 15 to 20 years. So it's paid off sometime around 65, 70-ish area. So you can go a couple years and still be making notes. But somewhere in that time, you want to have your home paid off. And and oftentimes what we see is 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 people they're not quite there for retirement they 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 sort of but but they have that that 30 year loan and they've got 15 years retirement well you're 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 basically saddling yourself with 15 years of paying off a note so understand if you can set it up so you have your your home paid off close to retirement or a little after retirement, that's going to be a huge amount of money that you no longer pay. If under for every thousand uh, dollars that that you have to save uh, for uh, on a monthly basis, if you sit and just look at the numbers, it works out to be that's about twelve thousand dollars a year. And and if you if you figure four percent is what you can take out, you need about an additional three hundred thousand dollars worth of income. So if you got a two thousand dollar note, which is your principal and interest on your your uh, thing, not including the uh, your uh, taxes and your insurance, but you need an extra six hundred thousand dollars. So make sure as you in your fifties, a couple things: start ramping up that retirement savings and and adjust your mortgages to pay off your house. We're going to try to get some a mortgage expert on to discuss this. This is a little known, I, I won't say it's a little known tactic, but it's just a tactic a lot of people just don't realize. And a couple things, if you shorten your mortgage, you can get a lower interest rate typically as well. So you have to pay a little bit more to get it paid off in, in, in 15 years. But at the same time, you're getting a break in your mortgage, which helps you out uh, overall and cuts your costs uh, to, to some extent. So so understand those are a couple of the key things. And and the other thing is we have to start planning for inflation. Inflation might not happen this year or next. Eventually, you're going to have inflation. Nobody has this much debt in the world, and we don't see inflation. Really, none of, none of these government programs, none of the debt that the United States, Europe, China, all these people have, none of it works if, if we don't have inflation. And, and we're starting to see the inflation, and it's going to come up. So you want to plan and understand that you have – Typically, if you retire at 35, you're a married couple. You've got probably a 25 to 30% chance one of y'all lives to be 95. That's 30 years. And so we've got to somehow grow that income over a 30-year time frame adjusting for inflation. If you just put in a bunch of annuities and rely on Social Security, you might be set for retirement. But if we get hit with the big inflation, you might you could be wiped out and basically be destitute in, in a really big inflation. And, and so we've, you've got to sit there and integrate all these things into your retirement retirement planning, ramping up the savings, having the house paid off. Remember, you have your house paid off. You you also, once you hit 65, your taxes are frozen. So really, going forward, the only increases you have is, is just going to be your insurance. And so, and then the final thing is really 
uh, plan for inflation. And, and so we're, we're starting to make the shift from a deflationary world to an inflationary world. We've had a 30-year plus bull market in the bond market, which the trend lines have broken. We've been talking about that. We've written about it on the Max Out Savings Report. Those trends are starting to break. These are long-term trends. You have to look long-term when you're coming into retirement planning. You can't. You know, uh, the the world today is completely populated by short-term people. I mean, even our biggest corporations are run by a bunch of executives that know they got two years to get the profits up or they're out the door. And so they're going to do whatever they can to jump, jack up the profits. And, you know, and it might hurt the company long term. Smart people, wealthy people plan for the long term. One of the things that we see in the really wealthy people is how they plan for the long term, how they make how they make moves five, ten, 15 years into the future. And that's what you want to do with your retirement. Understand that the things are going to change and things are not going to be the same. And so you want to start making those plans 5, 10, 15 years in the future. You plan to have my, you know, to house, if you're 50 years old, and even if you're 55 and you sit there and put on, you say, look, I'm getting on my 30-year mortgage. I'm going to 15. I'm paid off. It, it's paid off in uh and in, in, uh, by the time I'm 70, you basically laid the groundwork to have your home paid off by age 70. That's going to be a huge drop of your income needed. You're going to be set much better for retirement. You made that plan 15 years in the future. That's what you see with really wealthy people. It, it was interesting. I had a, a we were going over on one of the committees I'm on where we're dealing with some 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 leases on stuff and and it was just a re- completely ridiculous lease that they had been put in place and and someone pointed out that uh you know it might have been done for estate planning purposes or something along those lines it, it, really smart people really wealthy people they plan for the future they lay the groundwork not for what's going to happen a month or two from now but 5 10 years into the future. And so you want to do that with your retirement. It's an important thing to do. So tell you what, if uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. A couple things. You're in your 50s. Start ramping up planning for retirement. Start increasing your spending. Take a look at your house. When's it going to be paid off? Plan for inflation. Those are some of the key points. And uh, the... Uh, that that's just something to think about uh going forward so um where do we go from here we've we've got you know as usual there's just a ton of stuff to talk about on on the show here today uh very volatile things in in the markets uh very volatile week uh we 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 sent out another uh, max out savings report a little a april update kind of warning you continue to maintain uh cash in this market uh the key number is 2600 which is a really key number underneath it you really could see just a cascade in this market uh on the S&P 500 we wrote about that we we wrote some about the, the fang stocks uh in the max out savings report and and we really talked about we really seem to be Everything, the hottest sector in the market over the last year has been the fang stocks, which is your Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. And they, they've they done extremely well, but things are working against them. We, we've had the, um, we had the Facebook situation where really uh, just tremendous privacy 
violations on at Facebook. This isn't about the Analytica breach. That's kind of the first thing. And, they, you know, the media all jumped on it because it had a Russian connection, possibly. Or not even a Russian, but a Donald Trump. Could, they could have helped Donald Trump win the presidency. And, and anyone that, you know, anyone that's helped Donald Trump is just the evil. And, and so they pounced on it. And Facebook's problems aren't Analytica, but they've been selling your data out there. And it, it, this is called, uh, you know, data, data, uh, data services sales, uh, data, data licensing sales at these big companies where they're selling your most private personal data and, 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 and your friends' private personal data that you're putting on Facebook to advertisers, but not even at, they're selling them to other people that just want to manipulate you. And, and it just a really, a tremendous violation of people's uh, personal privacy from Facebook. And, and so they're trying to spin it like this was an Analytica deal, a UK company, but it really isn't. It's just a gross violation of privacy where they basically decided to sit there and it, it got so bad at Facebook that they were scraping your in, your your messaging on your phones if you were connecting on your phones and, and who you were calling on your phone. I, if the government came up with a plan to do this, there would literally be rioting in the streets. And yet, and Facebook is trying to spin this. And by the way, uh, Zuckerberg is going to have to talk Tuesday, but they've been too quiet on this, which tells me that this situation is a whole lot worse than they've let on. Uh, in, in, so, but it's not just Facebook. Google's under pressure for privacy too, uh, for selling your data. Uh, the Europeans are upset with Facebook, Google, Apple, and all of them on privacy issues. They're much more serious about privacy issues and much more paranoid. You know, some people in Germany lived under the Stasi, uh, the East German secret police that had dossiers on everybody. I mean, they would have just loved it to have Facebook then. Then they could have known who all your friends were. And put pressure on them if you said something bad, and uh, and, and so they're out to regulate Facebook uh, and Google and Apple and the other ones as well. Uh, the 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 uh, the data licensing sales. How big is that with these companies? Really, how much money are they actually making? I mean, we've sort of been presented that Facebook and Google, and particularly Facebook, is this you know good organization that we just you know connecting the world, uh, kumbaya. And they, you know, they make a little money selling ads to us, which we all kind of agreed was part of the deal. Nobody really realized that these people were behind the, you know, behind our backs, were running around selling our our private data to other people, which is what they were doing. And so, but the, here's the question: How much are they making off of that? Really, how much are they making in advertising? And how much are they making on data sales? And how bad is this going to hurt their profits going forward? I, I just saw a story that you know, Facebook's earnings are good, looking good. Not well. Hey, if this data sales goes away, really, what do they have there? And, and so this is something we're going to find out. Then we had Apple. We had the trade war with China. Facebook, Apple, uh, Google, they do business with China They, the, in one form or fashion. Uh, Netflix doesn't. Uh, Amazon does. In, 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 in how much of, of this trade war is going to affect the tech sector? And so the composites have kind of broken down overall in this market, which is your NASDAQ stocks. And, and look, I mean, I, I, I think you really starting to see some breakdowns in the sector. I, this is something we want to continue to watch going forward. But understand uh, the technology sector is breaking down. It was 25% of the market, uh, which is near the all-time high. Uh, you got to be really careful with this sector. We'll be right back after this break. Discuss this some more. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070 on the Max Out Savings Show.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, the uh, couple, a couple things uh, coming up. Oh, by the way, uh, I was going to go. I've, I've got some tickets to the Astros game. Two tickets uh, that if for the Rangers today. I think it starts at three o'clock. If you're interested in, in going to the Astros game. Uh, the only thing is you got to come by the office, which is off of Woodway, and pick them up by about twelve uh, thirty or one. Uh, but uh, it, we've we've got two good tickets to the Astros. So if you call in, the first person that 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 calls in gets the tickets to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy for the Texans Astros game. So tell you what, let's uh, take. I think uh, Chuck is calling in. Is that Chuck? Yeah. Hello, Chuck. Chuck, you there? Oh, Oscar, Oscar, I'm sorry. Oscar. Hey, uh, yeah, good morning, Ted. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Did you want the Astros tickets, or do you just have a question? No, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't have a question. I, I yeah, I do have a question. Okay. And it has to do with this trade war business. You know, this trade war right now is a topic of uh, the market going up or down, yo-yoing up and down. But that's just a trigger to... Like you were mentioning, other there's other factors 
even greater than what's going on, the headwinds going forward. And and the thing is, uh, a recession, you know, we are due for a recession. I mean, we haven't had because of the QE1, QE2, all this kind of thing that we suppressed that, you know, the, that, um, you know, the, 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 suppressed the, the, the business cycle. And so uh, right now it's a topic, but there are other things going forward that, we're going to suppress this market anyway. Yeah, look, I mean... Is that true? Is that, is true? Is that, what do you think about that, uh, you know, what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, Here, here's the deal, Oscar, is the... Uh, look, I think the trade war clearly is. Donald Trump made some comments about this, uh, saying that, look, we have to expect some pain to... to uh, with, with with the the stock market's up forty percent, we got to expect some pain uh, with 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 this trade war, and so it's just. But in the end, it's going to be better for the United States. So yeah, I, I, look, I, I think this is definitely it. I think it's going to affect the markets. Well, no, I'm not saying it's not affected, but I'm saying it just it just uh, sort of uh, triggered it faster than it would have otherwise by the you know, but by, by by the regular business cycle. And uh, and and uh, and right now, yes, yeah, it, it does affect it, of course. But other things would affect it in, in the future, you know. So there are there are the, you know, the debt that you were talking about, that the tremendous debt and these other issues that we have, you know, uh, they were going to come, you know, they were going to come anyway, and 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 break this. The stock market was over. Uh, oh know, yeah, look, I mean, this it, thing was it, in it, trouble it, beforehand, it, 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 Oscar. Stock market was over. This stock market was was uh, was over. You know, overpriced before this thing happened. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, it, no, right? no. Look, this market's been in trouble before. Before and when it really fell apart in February, I mean, it was kind of the start of the whole thing. The trade thing is just adding fuel to the fire right now. Right, I agree with you. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. So. And then uh, you know there's the other issue. There were other issues that are out there, and and, uh, and China and, and these other problems. Well, they're just part of it. But the big problem is is how we, uh, like you were talking about, people don't have any savings uh, in their accounts, and they're really stretched out. Who's going to be the buyer? In the future, you know, yeah, no. Uh, look, uh, I mean, that's is that's that, is that right? Yeah, that's the problem we got. No, I agree with you completely, Oscar. Let me expand upon that in just a minute. Uh, thanks for the call. Hey, thank you very much. Okay, great. Let's take a quick call from Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Are you calling about Hello? the Astros tickets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you're yeah. you're the first caller here, and uh, hold. Oh, Hold the phone. There are two tickets for today's Astros game with the versus the Rangers, and I will give you uh, my number there, and you can call up, and you can just meet us over by the office, which is just off of 610 at Woodway, and we'll give you the tickets. Sounds awesome. Okay, hold the phone just one second, and we'll get, we'll get you that number. The Okay, the uh, you know, Oscar had some good points, and, and so Sanders got the tickets. Thanks a lot. We had a couple other calls coming in as well. Uh, we've only had one pair of tickets, and uh, Astros are looking very exciting in here. I, I was at the game the other day, and it was just, uh, I mean, it was like a frenzy at the game. Uh, I used to kind of show up at the last minute, and I knew a few spots where I could get free parking and just trot over to the game, and now it's just like a madhouse uh, at, at Minute Maid Park, but, it, but it's really exciting to sit there and see this happen. So so the um, what what we're looking at here is, is Oscar had some points on the market. And in the market, this has been a very expensive market, and we've written about this on the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, 
and talked about it in in in, in the max out savings report. Say, look, we said, look, you've got to be very careful. We put a pretty hard hitting report out uh, two or three weeks ago, really on the dangers of this market. Uh, we reiterated it uh, last week, and really, it's a very expensive market. And 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 what we're doing is, it, it, it's gone up. It's had a huge run almost since two thousand nine. And now it's acting differently. Last year it went up almost the whole year with with the least volatility we've had in years. Can, can you get Sandra? Or? Okay, okay, they're gonna they're gonna Sandra. Yeah, tell them to pick up. Good. Okay, good. We got Sandra taken care of. So we've had the least volatility in years. Well, all of a sudden volatility has completely exploded, and now we've had. Uh, I think we've had, uh, I don't know how many, like 10 or 15, 400 point interday moves. We had one all of last year. The character of this market is starting to change. You've got to sit there and have your defensive plan on the field right now. And defense really seems to be very high quality uh, bonds, short term bonds, cash and precious metals. Those, those are, the, are the things that you're seeing more. And I, there, I've got a, a story here in the journal this week. Uh, 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 ca- uh, cash should be in your portfolio. We're starting to hear that from people. The uh, holdings of cash investment uh, heresy after a decade of the lowest interest rates in history. It's time to consider the sacri- the sacrilegious and add cash to your portfolios. The cash was dim- value of cash was demonstrated in the first quarter when both stocks and bonds lost money. The first quarter this has happened since the aftermath of the Lehman failure in 2008. Cash turned. Uh, Cash turned out to be a safe asset, so bonds and stocks lost money in the last quarter, but cash made money. And and money market is going up, so you're starting to get more, one and a half, uh, one and three quarters percent on the money market funds. You can get two uh, percent uh, on two-year treasuries. There's just other opportunities that 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 lets you get get set up and understand uh, what's going on with 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 to protect yourself in this type of market. And that that's one of the real keys to this whole thing. Now, by the way, if you have any questions or comments, you can also call us at 713-339-1070. Does Laura have a question? Laura, are you there? Yes. Okay. Yes, hi, good morning, Ted. Morning. Morning. Yep. Hey, you know, uh, to Oscar's credit, um, I actually got thinking about GDP with trade wars and then we're on and then we're off and volatility. Yes. How is this going to impact long-term GDP? I mean, everyone's predicting, oh, there's going to be 3% growth, but now things have changed, it seems. So what is your take on global income um, output? Okay, wow, that's a, that's a tough question. Look, I think what you're going to see happen is a couple things. Remember, okay. we we had a ta- we, we, we did a, a huge tax overhaul, which is going to put uh, – close to a trillion dollars in the economy over the next couple of years. And also we've increased, we did a budget and we, we removed the sequestration, which was the, the, the caps on, on government spending and, and military spending. So spending is jumping up. So we've got a lot more government spending coming in now. So that's a positive. The, the trade war is going to be a negative in the fact that you could see some slowdown in sales to China where I think the problem is going to be more than anything else is you could see some of these companies take a hit because you're going to see the Americans and the Chinese become more patriotic and not want to buy the other's products. And so you could see a hit there. But we've got this acceleration in the uh, from gov- increase in government spending and, and the tax cuts. So that's going to put more money in, in consumers' pockets so they'll spend. Now, 
there's a school of thought that the that that stock market sell off could negate that in uh, right. the the thing. I don't believe that because if you look at 87 and if you look at 1999, the economies after a big market sell-off really didn't do that badly. And they kind of continued to chug high, chug along pretty well. The only time we've seen an economy really fall apart was in, in 09. It went, and that was because a lot of corporations were in danger of losing their funding and, and shut down spending. So, so I not I don't I think the economy is going to continue to chug along reasonably well. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to accelerate. I think you're going to see more plant and equipment put in the United States. You could see some slowdown from all of this, but but I think it's something that has to be done because if we don't, then we have a, a basically a downward glide path in the economy as China continues right. to take. They're going to move up the value chain, so now they're selling us cheap Chinese junk. They're going to be moving into trying to sell us airplanes and computers and robots in the future. And so if we don't defend our economic interests, we're going to be in trouble over the long term. Yeah, that's really interesting, especially when you consider other like multilateral agreements, specifically now with NAFTA. There's a little bit of uncertainty there, but I guess it's not as unknown as the Chinese or the Indian issue because China, Canada and Mexico are neighbors and it you know, it behooves us to go ahead and come up with a uh, I suppose a win-win or an optimal uh, package, trade package. Yeah, that's but an excellent it point. Is compelling. Yeah. It, it is compelling. Well, thank you. I mean, there's so much with Peter Novato, and, you know, there's some people who go against what he believes, and there's some people who support what he believes, but thank you so much for that insight. Okay, great. The, 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 uh, Laura, here's the other interesting thing about the NAFTA deal mm-hmm. is, if you look in the future, what likely, what, what we, the idea of NAFTA was is trading partners between the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And what, one of the things we want to do with NAFTA is, we want to say, look, Mexico, you've got free stuff to move back and forth in Canada, but you can't, you can't produce a car and go build the engines and all the high, high, expense, high-value product in China, then bring it in, in into Mexico and then ship the car here. So if the car is being built and the engines are being built in the United States and Canada back and forth, it adds to the value of our, our regional trading Correct. block. So you're going to see this break down more into a regional trading block. That's what China is trying to do mm-hmm. in Asia, and that's what we're going to have to try to do in the United States. Much Almost a trading block Monroe Doctrine type of philosophy. Yeah, that is interesting. It's a great parallel. Wow. Good. Keep up the good work, Ted, and have an awesome day. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it, Laura. Good questions today. Uh, 713-339-1070. Look, Trump is tough on, on China. It, we're seeing why uh, Barack Obama wasn't able to do anything with China, uh, W. Bush wasn't able to, and Clinton wasn't able to. Uh, and the reason why is because it is so hard to take on the Chinese. It's going to be painful. The Chinese are going to try to make our stock market go down. They drew a little cartoon of of, the, of our bull market being strangled by China, uh, something or the American stock markets because you know threatening our markets. It's not easy. I mean, you, you see the markets sell off, and every and, and then Wall Street immediately calls up the president and says, "Oh my God, you need to stop this!" And corporate America panics and says, "You need to stop this. Give the Chinese what they want." Well, it's not easy. I mean, I, you almost can't blame uh, Obama, Bush, and Clinton because it is so difficult to get a deal done. I mean, it's going to be painful, and that's what we're seeing here in, in this type of thing. It has to be done. I think H. 
AEW. I mean, I think they really thought that China was going to become more of a of a partner in the world versus a hardline communist country that was going to take over everyone else's business. And, and so we've got to confront the Chinese to protect the American people, the American working people, and the future of our children. And, and it, this is a serious thing. Uh, we can't let them completely dominate trade in every aspect globally, and that's what they're going to try to do. It has to be a fair trade, free trade and fair trade uh, on, on all counts. And the, uh, the worrisome thing about this trade deal is the more you look into what China's been able to achieve, and in, 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 in the, in the, the more you dig into it, the worse it gets. I mean, we're really behind the, the eight ball with trade. We're going to have to get tough. And it's not just trade. It's intellect. A really key thing is the theft of intellectual property and technology by the Chinese. So our companies spend decades developing this technology that no one else could get. And then the Chinese come and either cut a deal and force companies to take it or they just produce it themselves. I remember 20 years ago, 20 years ago, one of our clients said, Ted, we put a plan. It was a big big major chemical company in the United States. We put a plant in China, built the plant, joint venture with the Chinese company. Within a year and a half, 10 miles down the road was an identical plant to our top secret technology that the Chinese had stolen. This has been going on for years and we have to stand up, but it's going to be painful and it's going to be difficult for the stock market. So a couple things, by the way, hey, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report list, we just sent out another report. By the way, if you didn't get it, send us a thing. We'll try to send you another one. Sometimes things get caught in people's spam, Uh, but uh, the... uh, just go go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. If you need some help with your retirement assets, your IRA rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We manage people's retirement assets using our value investing approach. We do a lot of risk management. I'll be happy to help you out. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can try to you can schedule an appointment with, with me, or you can also sign up for the free newsletter. The newsletter is free. There's no strings attached. And uh, just request it, and we'll put you on the list. It's the Max Out Savings Report at maxoutsavingswithans.com. Tell you what, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Talk some more about what happened with the market. It fell 650 points or so. Uh, more than that, uh, Friday, what, what went on? Supposedly that was it and, and everything was up blue sky. Something changed. We'll talk about that when we get back right after this quick break. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites. 
telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Interesting article in the uh, Wall Street Journal this week. Uh, BlackRock Funds takes a stand on firearms. The world's largest money managers stripping retailers that sell guns out of current and planned exchange funds. The latest sign that weapon sellers have the same. Oh, Kroger also got hit because Kroger, get this. You'll love this, Ryan. Kroger sells ammunition and some guns in Alaska where, you know, they have to have a gun. Otherwise, the bear will eat them. But, you know, it's BlackRock. It's, oh, no. Uh, the decision uh, was posed retailers uh, on, on the BlackRock's webs. This is BlackRock. It's not Blackstone, but BlackRock. Look, we have a couple BlackRock funds for a few people had them. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to probably talk to them about this. I wouldn't buy any BlackRock funds if it was me. I mean, this is look. One of the big things going forward is is the Republican Party and the conservatives, and you're seeing this with Facebook and Google and Twitter, is they're going to have to stand up. And corporate America does not need to be getting involved in politics. It's not BlackRock's place to tell me whether I can own a gun or not. And and it's very dangerous. It's one thing if the government says something like that. It's another thing when corporate America, where they have no rights whatsoever to do this and are using their economic influence to try to manipulate policy of the American people. I mean, if BlackRock wants to run for president of the United States, they should get it. Look, hey, BlackRock's got so much money, they can hire an army and storm the White House and take over the over the country. You know, or someone ought to tell BlackRock to go to hell and get the hell out of politics. You know, and if BlackRock wants to come on this show or one of their people, they're welcome to come on the Max Out Savings Show and defend their position on firearms to the American people, which is what they should do. And uh, this is a big deal. You cannot have corporate America getting involved it, it, because it, it's guns one day. It's going to be it, it's going to be or, you know, cigarettes or something. Pretty soon it's going to be your Coca-Cola. It's fizzy and it could you know, cause weight problems and they're going to want to, BlackRock's going to take a stand on that. Corporate America has no business mandating what the American, how the American people live their lives. That's that's a really, really big thing. You know, you guys can complain about the Republicans and the Democrats, but the Republicans and Democrats have, you know, they have sort of a mandate. They're in, they're in Congress, they're in the White House. Uh, 
they were elected by the American people, and they have they they have a right to make their positions known. We don't always agree with them, but corporate America, they have no right whatsoever, and it's it's extremely it's extremely dangerous to our constitutional order into our country to have corporate America getting involved. And they're all being pressured by various interest groups to sit there. And the, and the answer is simply, look, we're not involved in politics. We try to, we, we, we stick strictly to the thing. That's it's the business of the government in this country. It's not our business. And, and, and so this is, this is going to be a big deal going forward. And one of the major, major battles is how do we get corporate America out of there Facebook and Google and Twitter, they have no right mandating policy in this country. And, and so, anyway, it's something we see. Look, market, bad day in the market. I mean, there's just no other way around it on Friday. Uh, it really, we ended up down 572 points, and that was <laughs> that was a rally, you know, with our, near the end of the day to help things out. It, it really looked bad Friday. It, it uh, Treasury sold, I mean, uh, uh, yields on government bonds sold off, which is something they haven't done. They, they've been hanging pretty tough, and it really people really seem to be somewhat spooked by this trade issue, which really seems to be a really big deal. And uh, and now the market held the key level of the twenty six hundred level uh, with with those two hundred day moving averages on the S and P. It just it. it you know, we'll have to see. The problem we're running into is I don't see the issues with China aren't just about some tariffs. They're about the theft of intellectual property and they're about the, the uh, taxing and all types of other things to keep American companies out of China. And, and, and those are very difficult issues to get through. And there's just going to be a lot of back and forth. And so I, I, I really think that, uh, that this is something we're going to have to take a look at. Uh, I think you've got to be very cautious in here. Market's likely to make a stand Monday, but it could just as easily completely fall apart. And, and really, you really need to have higher levels of cash and just be a lot more cautious given the valuations, as Oscar talked about earlier in the show, in uh, valuations about the, the, the problems with the tech sector and Facebook and Google and, and the trade war. It's just all starting to really build up on the market and, and something we, I think you really have to be cautious. Take, let's take a call from this. Joshua? Hey, Ted. How are you doing? Good, good. He had a question for us. Uh, yeah, well, I actually I wanted to talk to you really quickly just on the discussion about uh, BlackRock and, um, you know, you said that you were moving, uh, stripping some of their, their funds with uh, gun users and the dangers of corporations getting involved. I, I, I really, uh, I usually almost always agree with you, but I just fundamentally disagree mm-hmm. uh, with you on this issue um, for a few reasons. First, I think um, if if we're going to treat these corporations like citizens, which for the purposes of uh, political speech or donations, uh, the Supreme Court has ruled that these co- corporations are uh, citizens, then um, we also have to respect the fact that they are allowed to have those kind of views. Now, you're right in return is to not uh, use that corporation or invest with that that company um but i i think that to say that the corporation's not allowed to take a political stand um whether or not you think it's a person uh it's a private entity it's it's not a a governmental entity and there's nothing in the constitution that bans uh 
private entities from having political stances. Yeah, and well, so, that's a good point. This is sort of my philosophy on this, Joshua. I, I, by the way, I don't think they should be involved in in conservative issues or liberal issues. Okay, I, I oh, think. Sure. That, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, see, I'm here's kind of my deal decide. thinking. If say if you know Sam Walton, for instance, built up. Walmart and his philosophy was, look, I'm just not going to sell guns. This is just against my belief. I respect that. But where this is coming from is interest, special interest groups are pressuring BlackRock to take stands on issues. And that is where the problem is starting to come in, where all these corporations are going to be huge pressure to hew to the right or to the left on various issues. And it's just a very dark road we start going down once we get get to that level. And so I I understand you know, people not wanting to do things, but this isn't happening because, I mean, I'll give you an example, Delta, you know, help give discounts to people flying to the NRA convention, like literally 20 people used it and it caused a huge uproar. I'm sure for some liberal groups, they did the same exact thing. They're just trying to help out. And now it, the problem is, is all these, all these different special interest groups, which oftentimes don't quite represent the American people are pressuring these companies. And the, and the answer has to be with all of them is, look, we're not getting involved in politics. And and, and, and so I understand where you're coming from, Joshua, but I, I think if not, all these corporations are going to start having to hew. You're going to see left-wing and right-wing corporations. And, and, and I, I think it's going to be a big problem. I I, I absolutely agree. But I, I think, um, and, and I'd like to make it clear that I am speaking, uh, when I'm, I'm speaking for both sides, I think this is an issue that's for, uh, applicable to politics. It's not applicable just to a, a particular side. Um, I, I think that the more pernicious issue is that uh, you have money coming from uh, people funding who that you don't like we don't really know who's funding a lot of these things uh, look i agree with you and, look they got to get the money that we have too much money in politics and it's influencing things and this by the way this is what led to donald trump getting winning is because sure. yeah because he's like look i don't owe anybody anything and people are like yeah this is my guy but i I, I think we probably agree on more than what you think on this. I think we're going to have to do something with the money. We can't have billionaires running around influencing. Look, if I was a billionaire, honestly, I would have my own pack. You'd be hearing from me. There'd be billboards all over the city. For right. Me. But I'm not in. But I, I think I really I think it's starting to kind of have a corrosive effect on the democracy in this country. I, I'll make one last point and then go. Okay. I'm less worried about. The corporations who are vocal about what they're doing with their politics, then the corporations we don't know what they're doing about their politics. Those are the ones I'm more worried about. Yeah, well, thanks look, for taking my call. Thanks, Josh. You know, look, I mean, it's it, and that's one of the reasons why you you see, particularly China's gotten away with what it has, is because you know we've listened too much to corporate America wanting to get into China when we've made too many concessions. But interesting. Uh, call uh you got a question about particularly about the markets uh we're we're in the last segment of the show we'll get you in here 713-339-1070 that's 713-339-1070 uh the uh so uh, looking at a couple uh, looking at some of the charts and and one thing we we mentioned in the max out saving report i we're looking when you start getting markets breaking down 
you, you, we look at when we're purchasing something, we do a lot of va- look at valuation of growth potential, what's going to happen in the future in the company, and try to see where it's going. When the market overall, once it starts kind of breaking down, we kind of default a little bit to to technicals to kind of see where things are going because it becomes a little bit more unpredictable. And and as we talked a little earlier in the show, volatility is going up quite a bit in this market. It's up and down. Uh, it, it, you have huge down days and you have huge up days. Uh, if you really took at it, look at it this week, what happened was uh, the 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 market the the the, the S&P 500 basically went down to the 2600 level which we've been talking about the 200 day moving average and it was about to break and there's just not a lot of support underneath that and then it it had a massive rally and and it moved up uh almost 1000 points on the dow to uh over the next 2 days and then it was oh this is you know nothing to worry about here uh this it's going to move up and then all of a sudden uh Donald Trump Thursday night says look we're going to put 100 billion dollars more on tariffs and the Chinese started talking really tough like we're we've got the Americans on the run we're not giving in at all and people are like oh my gosh this is a trade war and i mean it and, and at one time it were down 700 points and Mnuchin came on the on the TV, uh, I, I see Mnuchin, we're not in a trade war, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of like the Treasury Secretary on December 8th, you know, coming out and telling us that 1941 that we're not in a war with Japan. And you're like, wait a minute, Pearl Harbor just got bombed. Uh, you know, the it 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 reminded me a lot of 87 where treasury secretary uh, baker said look we're you know we want the dollar lower if we have to shove it lower and then that was like the final you know the final straw in the market and then the thing just kind of cascaded down and so uh you know they're really worried about the market but i mean it's pretty obvious to everybody now that that we're really we're getting close to uh we're just you know that that we really are having a trade war and so you know, how do we deal with it? And I think it's going to have a negative effect in the market. you got to be cautious. Tell you what, let's take a quick call from Bill. We don't have much time. Hey, Bill, we got a couple calls coming in. Bill. Hey, good. How are you doing, Ted? Good. Thank you. Uh, listen, I'm calling about that other guy that just called. Uh, I don't want any of my money in BlackRock or anything with black in the front of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Blackstone, Blackstone is is they're, they're not. I don't a care who they are. Yeah. If they're if they're getting into politics, then they don't need to be controlling any of my money. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's BlackRock. This is a little confusion. BlackRock. Well, that's is a who problem. I thought it yeah. was. That's yeah. who I thought it was. Was BlackRock. And uh, hey, look, they want to play politics. Then go go enlist and get in the politic bin. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And, and no, I, I appreciate the call. Thanks. I appreciate. Okay. It. All right. You try to get a couple of these calls. Yeah, look, I mean, people are pretty upset about what BlackRock did with this gun sale thing. Uh, hey, let's take a quick call from Charles. Charles, just got a minute or so. What you got? Okay, I just want to echo your this particular call just got off the phone. But I want to just simply say I disagree with the previous caller before him where he stated that he wasn't concerned about companies getting involved. I, You know, I've seen enough of how communists take over a country. And when you've got companies that are under communist control, they're going to spout the communist propaganda. Oh, absolutely. And I honestly think that what's happening here is you, we've got some sinister people, I think, in the government that are honestly just just testing the water, so to speak, 
I mean, if I'm watching a, a, a basketball game or a, or a baseball game or whatever, a football game, I don't want to see Bob Costas getting on there or any other uh, commentator to get on there and start giving me a lecture on politics. And I think most people don't either. And I think companies just need to stay out of it, whether it's the energy business, the telecom business, anything. Uh, when you get into these, these these type of things, I think it can only hurt the company and ultimately the shareholders. And I think people have to understand that we are a democracy and that we are uh, – this is a you know a free enterprise system, and we need to keep it that way and preserve it that way. Great, great. I'm going to stop you right there. That's fantastic, Charles. I appreciate it, and we're going to end the show on that. All right, excellent. Thank you. Uh, and I agree with Charles' points. A couple quick things uh, coming in this sh- into the show. If you need help with your retirement, uh, go to our website maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free Max Out Savings report. We'll send you out the one we just most recently sent out. We've got plenty more coming. A lot of stuff on building wealth, saving for retirement, on what's happening in the market, the trade wars. It's all in the Max Out Savings report. Go to maxoutsavings with an S dot com. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.